It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. Hey, everybody. It is Lamar Gibbs of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. This is episode five. We are going strong every week, coming at you with a new topic of discussion, things that's been on my mind. So far, it's been a really good run because there's been things that's come up in my mind that I really wanted to talk about. And it's been really great topics that have either been stirring in my mind for a while or stuff that literally just came came to mind. And it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. And this is one of those topics. Uh, I was thinking about the other day how, how we're forgiven of our sins, of, you know, of our past, everything that we do, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And you see time and time again where the past is not remembered anymore by the Father. But yet, we still have memories of the choices that we made. And it's always puzzled me. Like, maybe not always puzzled me. It's, it's something that I've thought about from time to time. Like, why is it that you can be forgiven by God for your sins, yet you still remember them. Why is your why is the memory of the past still there, even though the Lord forgets it Himself? He says He throws it in the He He, he forgets it basically, and the Bible says that He forgets the sins; He remembers them no more. And and maybe that may be that may be not a figurative thing, but it, it literally may be like he doesn't remember it as in he's not paying attention to it anymore. It's not that he just lost memory and lost sight of what was going on, but he stayed. But he he addresses it in a new way. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Um, but it just got me to thinking, and it allowed me to see the value of memories. Because oftentimes when we think about negative memories, bad memories, it's something that you don't want to remember because whenever it comes up, your emotions get all twisted up, your mindset gets all twisted up, and you start acting out. Sometimes some, some of us start to act out you know, emotionally and things of that nature because of the things that we have seen mentally. And we would think that having bad memories is something that's not good but I, I don't know I, I really I'm really learning that there is value in our memories like there is true value in the memories or else God would not have designed for us to remember things now of course I can be abused and you can have memories that are triggers, literal triggers for you, emotionally and mentally, where you may have dealt with abuse, or you may have dealt with uh, anything in your past that causes you to be mentally the way that you are today, to be emotionally the way that you are today, yet you are able to move forward and do what you need to do. Um, And so I can understand if memories would be seen negative in that instance, but I think I think that memories are important because even when we go into the new earth, the new heavens, when all things pass away, um, 
like there will be memories of our time here. It's not like we're living here and then after we die or after Christ comes back and restores the planet that all of a sudden our memories is gonna be shot. Like there's not gonna be anything that we remembered of our time here. Because if that was the case, then why why does our lives here have consequences if we're never gonna remember what we did anyways in the first place? And and you know, I'm fleshing this out just like you are fleshing this out. This is literally something that was in my mind, I would say a couple of days ago, maybe last week. And just in relationship to forgiveness and how our memories are tied into it, I can go to the Apostle Paul uh, multiple times in the scriptures. He gives an account of his past life before Christ and then the life that he lived after Christ revealed himself by shining the brightness of light where it blinded him. And Jesus asked, Saul, Saul, who are you? why are you persecuting me? And Saul was saved and Saul was able to proclaim the gospel. Saul and Paul, by the way, uh, helpful hint, Saul and Paul are the same. It's not like Saul turned into Paul. Saul is, Saul is his, he, the Hebrew name that was commonly used. And then Paul is a Greek transliteration of that name. And so because Paul was a Roman citizen, he would use both names interchangeably. So back to what I was talking about. Um, throughout his ministry, Paul would constantly go back to that moment that he had when in the past he used to persecute Christians, yet he was now the biggest, if you could say, defender of the Christ, the very one that he was persecuting, the very people that represented and believed in him that he was persecuting, that he actively sought and, and got killed. He was ended up preaching up that same message. And if you, you do something like that with that kind of lifestyle, you can almost promise yourself that you're gonna regret the choices that you made in your ignorance. You're gonna regret the choices that you made in your blindness. You're gonna regret the choices that you made in your wrath and in your anger and in any way that you made those decisions that were void of wisdom and understanding and knowledge and that made you look foolish. Like you can literally look back at the decisions that you made and see the foolishness in the decisions that were made and you always will remember it. And so Paul always remembered it. He even said that I'm a chief of sinners. I'm chief of sinners. Um, the saying is true. And you would think that, oh, that that's going backwards. You're you're being guilty on yourself. You're you're not you're not moving in the future. You're dealing with the past and you're not really taking care of what you need to take care of because you're so focused on the past. But no, I think him remembering the conduct that he used to have like paul says in a, in a verse i believe in it was the book of titus he says about former conduct of which we are ashamed of so you can have a lifestyle that you used to live that it's like man i can't believe i actually did that and it's just it's just really really powerful to see the memories bad memories used in a way for gratefulness to grow in our hearts because of the power of God that it took, the power of God that was used to bring us to where we were and to where we needed to be, a place that was beyond the power and the strength of sin, 
a place that was beyond the power and the strength of of evil and things that were that kept us bound and that kept us yoked up into darkness into bondage into all kinds of things and it, it, and I think if, if any other situation I would give to bring this home, I would think about the Israelites where God instituted festivals to, for them to remember what he did for them. Like the, festi- the Feast of Trumpets and the, the Tabernacle Feast and, and the Feast of Pentecost and all these different feasts were given so that you can remember what the Lord was doing. <clears throat> that you remember what the Lord was doing in Israel because generations can come after and they would forget it. And speaking individually, I believe that if we didn't remember what was in our past and if we didn't remember the things that we went through, we, we didn't remember the shame that we brought on ourselves, but not remember it in the way of condemnation, but remembering it in the way of like, wow, that, that really happened. I think that we wouldn't take as seriously the the the, uh, the place where God has us today, we wouldn't take it seriously. The depths from which God brought us from the muck and the miry clay that He lifted us up from, and so, yo man, I I don't know how to respond to this, but I don't know how to like kind of process everything. But I do hope this leaves you something to think about, thinking about what memories you may have in your life that were in the past that were would not were are things that are that you're ashamed of at this point or not ashamed of that you know what i'm saying you can't leave from the past but you're ashamed that that happened you're ashamed that you were you were blinded in that way and you're living a life of gratefulness knowing what god brought you from knowing what god is taking you to and so yo take stock of your memories take take some time i would encourage you to take some time and and think about your past think about the past if it was an ugly past if it was a past where you made decisions that were sinful a past that you made decisions that were blasphemous a past where you you destroyed friendships and you burned bridges and you did all these kind of things and and you were proud of it in the moment but then you look back and now you're in a totally different place i encourage you to look back at it i can i encourage you to encounter it head on and to bring it to a close or to bring it to fullness where you come before God and you're grateful at, wh- at where you're at. You're grateful where you're at. Um, you are grateful for what he's doing in your life and you're, you're pressing forward to the higher mark of the calling of Christ Jesus. And the same thing for me, even though I'm, I'm, I'm not as quote-unquote involved in all of the other stuff that most some people would be involved in um, with former lifestyles I still got stripes on my, my myself because of the certain decisions that I made that I knew wasn't of God but I did it and when I think of it it's like man I really did that but it's not in the way of oh no like I keep saying again it's not in the way of oh um, Man, I'm so ashamed of myself and I can't get, no, I'm free. I'm free by the power of the blood of the lamb. But yet when you look back at it, it's, it's like, man, that was really, a really bad situation. So 
May this encourage you to cherish your memories, the good, and learning how to take stock in the bad memories, knowing what it means, knowing where you came from, and knowing what the Lord wants to do. And once again, this is Lamar Gibbs of Thoughts of Redemption. Continue to celebrate the process of thought in your life. Continue to celebrate what God's hand in the, those thoughts, knowing that he is involved in your mental welfare. He is concerned with the redemption of your mind. He is concerned with the sanctification of your mind. He sets apart your way of thinking so that your mindset is able to be just like Jesus is. You're able to think more like Jesus in humility. You're able to think more like Jesus in virtue. You're able to think more like Jesus in honor. You're able to think more like Jesus in integrity. You're able to think more like Jesus in faith. You're able to think more like Jesus in love the love that is an agape love, which is God's love, God's kind of love. And, and so I encourage you to take stock in that. I encourage you to take seriously your way of thinking, examining your way of thinking and knowing how to surrender it to the Lord. I'll see you next week.